Welcome to the Expert Speak Podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. And welcome to another episode of Experts Speak. I'm Michael DeLon, and today I am talking with Alex Oliveira. Alex, thank you for squeezing me into your calendar, man. Michael, absolutely. I'm glad to be here today. It is going to be a fun, fun conversation because Alex, speak of my language. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, is an, he is an author. He is a dad. He is a um, legion expert. He's a relationship expert with, with customers and business owners. He, he helps on, on really all ends, but I'm not going to tell his story, Alex. I'm going to let you tell it. How in the world did you get to where you are today? Yeah, sure. Well, real briefly, I came from Brazil, a typical immigrant family. We came here for a better life, and we did that. My parents built a multi-million dollar business. I grew up in it, so I was working in my early teen years all the way through college. And um, after that, I find my, my wife, who was my next door neighbor in college. We moved down to South Florida, and we started having kids. But in that time, as she graduated, we started our own business construction company in 2004. We did that for about six years successfully. And then the crash came and yeah. we failed miserably because typical entrepreneur here, I was going in too many directions. Yeah. Here I've got a, a, a business that's doing $2 million a year in revenue as it's growing. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at three, four other moving parts of, yeah. of opportunities that had nothing to do with that business flipping homes, doing this. And so I was caught with my pants down, so to speak, because yeah. over leveraged. So once that business finished, I went and consulted for about two years and got back on my feet. A lot of lessons that I learned there, right? Probably the, the main one was to take care of my cash flow. And I, it, it's Man. like always here right now. But uh, yeah, 2011, I get back on the horse. I'm ready to come back into, you know, leading again. And never look back. Here we are close to 12 years since we've had predict and we've had as many as 40 employees and employees all over the world, but we've worked with over 3000 companies around the world. That's amazing. So, so um, just for those who are listening, think predict, spell that for us. Cause it's not what you think. That's right. Yeah. Pre, so it's like predictive, but with a Q. So P R E D I Q. And there the IQ is for intelligence. So, you know, there's a play. There. No, I, I love that when I went into, <laughs> when I, when I saw it and went there, I'm like, Oh, that's very clever. It's yeah. just hard to say and understand. So, predict. Right. Um, so, so the big three things I really, really want to hammer on today. I mean, we can talk about all kinds of stuff, right? You're an expert and you help business owners lead you in. Yeah. But you're also even more importantly, I think is, is the relationship aspect of that customer journey. And with, with following up, once you get that lead, Following up through email, and you mentioned something earlier is, is systems. Mm -hmm. How important systems are for business owners, and how you help business owners. Because I, I find a lot of small business owners don't have systems. I, and so let's let's talk about those three big things in, in a short period of time, right? Lead gen, yeah. email systems, or email and systems, and just that whole relationship aspect of how do small business owners really get it and grow it. Yeah, no, I agree with you real quick on the systems because I know you work with your son as well. So my my oldest, who's 12, Luca, he's interning for me this summer. Again, he entered last summer. Very good. And I kid you not, early this morning, my wife, who's part of the business, we met with him this morning and we went through our mission statement, core values, the whole nine again. 
um, had him sit there, take notes and ask questions. But then we went through, I mean, a whole bunch of slides about our systems, different operating systems that we use within business, whether it's financial, marketing, whatnot. So I agree with you. I can't overstate how important systems are to be able to replicate that success over and over and over. Yeah. As, as far as lead gen goes, you know, it's kind of like what you and I were talking about earlier, Michael, often it's not that you need more leads as, as the old movie with Glenn, Gary, Glenn leads, you know, they talked about in that movie, yeah. Alec Baldwin was like, the leads don't suck. It's just, you, you guys are not following up the right way. You're doing something right. wrong because you have contact information from people who were interested in something that you had to offer. Yeah. Absolutely. What are you doing? So usually the conversation isn't, do you need more leads? It's let's see what you're doing with your current leads in the current customer journey, the customer experience. You say it's great, Michael, but let's secret shop you and poke holes and try to find out where the leaks are. And then you go, oh, wow. And we yeah. say, look how easy it is to fix these things. Do some surveys, get some feedback, increase your NPS. Then once you've got that fixed, now we can talk about your budget. What should you spend? Because until we fix that, yeah, you shouldn't spend a dime on leads. Absolutely. And, and, and the, other, the other myth that I've got with, with a lot of business owners that come to me initially, Alex, is they're so focused on what I would call the today buyer. And mm. they don't have the mindset that probably, I mean, less than 3% of the people are in the market today to buy whatever you have. Agreed. They're researching. They want to build a relationship, but they're not going to buy for 90 days, a year, two or three years. Depends on what you're selling, right? And the, the upside, the downside is, Alex, nobody's staying in touch with them. The upside is nobody's staying in touch with them. So when you do, you stand out. Yeah. You become the first one they think of and the one they feel the best about because you've, you've nurtured that relationship through providing information to them over time. Talk about that and the importance of, of that and, and how do you help business owners, A, understand that, but B, actually execute things like that. Absolutely. So it comes down to you owning that relationship with as little friction as possible. And there's no better tool than that for than than your website, Absolutely. your website and your email, two tools that don't really depend on algorithm. Of course, I'll set aside SEO because I know you'll get the question that, well, don't they have to find me first? Yeah, they got to find you. But listen, you can build your list, even if you're starting with one yes. today. As you go out in the community, as you talk to people and network, that list is going to grow to 100, 1,000, 10,000. Then it's your job to create really good content, entertaining and educating, yep. and, and not hit them up with offers. Because you're hitting, if you're hitting them up with offers every day, forget <laughs> it. I will unsubscribe to your email immediately. Yep. That's all you're doing. Now, if you are adding value to, to the minute that I open that email or the SMS, then I'm going to absolutely... I'm going to absorb that. And I'm going to say, thank you, Michael. Appreciate you sending. And to your point, listen, I have clients in a home improvement space, legal space, all kinds of spaces where you nurture a lead. Sometimes I'll give you an example of a roofing company recently, three years yeah. uh, nurturing a lead that turned into a $50,000 job. It was, it was a huge job, big roofing job. Um, other, other examples uh, where in the car business, the automotive business, there's a stat that, that comes from, I believe, Chrome, which is one of the quoting systems. But it's every year it's consistent. More than half of car new car shoppers. So these are only new car shoppers. Okay. More than half of them start shopping today for a new car and actually don't buy a car for 90 days or later. Yeah. So back to your point, what are you doing in between there? And I often come to 
to to businesses and we we do the an analysis and the auditing and we find out they're nurturing it for a, a week to 10 days oh, which yeah. is crazy i said that's it so you do nothing else after that maybe one outbound call three four months later which now pisses somebody off right it doesn't work that way. You have to create, whether it's email marketing or call campaigns, invite people. I have a mortgage broker who does amazing, amazing with his direct mailers. His direct mailers are interesting. Yes. He spends a, a little bit of money, but guess what? They, they He stands out and they do turn into customers. They really do. And I love direct mail. You, you know, um, I do a lot of um, direct mail, different direct mail in that I, I send you know, packages to people in the mail like this, right? Mm -hmm. You open it up, it's got a note, it's, yes. it's an experience. Yes. And yeah, it's a little bit more expensive than a postcard. I send those too. But here's my challenge to you and, and to people who are listening. Walk to your mailbox today, open it up and count how much stuff is in it. Yeah. And if you're like me, you're going to find two or three pieces every day. That's it. Yeah. It's a great time to do good direct mail the right, right way and it sounds like the mortgage guys doing it well because you're showing up in a different way you're putting a smile on somebody's face you're intriguing them and you're you're offering them an opportunity to schedule an appointment come to my website go to my demo whatever it is it's a it's an easier ask right but you're providing information and you're marketing in a different way yeah um wow but but you got you you got to mind your website. So I always go back to that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the brick and mortar uh, business owners yeah. around the the world know that if they have a store or an office, they they got to make sure everything is squeaky clean. The doors are opening and closing. Lighting. I've I've worked in in stores before. You know the lighting has to be perfect. You can't have dust here. You can't have fingerprints on the glass. Those are all things that we understand because it's tangible. And then you go on somebody's website. And it looks horrible and the navigation is terrible and it takes yeah. 20, 30 seconds to load. You guys got to get a good web guy yep. who can fix that stuff for you so that people can access the information quickly. Yes. Yeah. And, and going back to relationship and owning the customer. So I'm, I'm a big believer in, in video. If, if you mm -hmm. can be on video at all, you need to be on video. When you yeah. hit my website, I'm right there on video, right? Because I want to start building the relationship. I want you to know who I am. Because number one, I either want you to bond with me and say, okay, I kind of like this guy. Or I want you to say, that guy's an idiot. I'm out of here. <laughs> Honestly, but you it's do true. that because this is me, Alex, you get me. And if you don't like me, then let's not do any That's work right. together, right? That's right. But you can do short little videos to educate on multiple points. But what I find is on websites, number one, usually the big call to action is schedule a call with me today. Yeah, free consult. I'm not quite ready <laughs> to do that yet. I'm still in my research phase, right? Yeah. You should have a way for me to call you, but it, I don't think it should be the big button in the middle. Right. You should be giving me information, guiding me down a pathway. Let me listen to a podcast. Let yeah. me watch a video. Let me download a copy of your book. Let mm -hmm. me interact, right? Different ways to take a website. So it doesn't have to be super fancy. You don't have to spend $30,000 on a website. No, no. You, no, thank you. No, but you have to look at it from your, from your customer's perspective. That's what you're talking about, right? I, that is exactly what I'm talking about. A great example is a nonprofit we work with, the uh, YMCA of South Florida. So before, they used to be obsessed with the fact that when, when users, potential members that want to come, whether it's the youth sports or the gym or all the other programs they have, they were obsessed with the fact that you have to come into the facility in order for them to give you a tour. And then I said, listen, people are buying houses online, sight unseen. Yep. They're not going to not spend a hundred bucks a month because you haven't compelled them enough. Do the tour. Yes. But let's A-B test. 
that offer where it's just like you have to book a tour to get pricing and sign up and all that and do a do a the b test is we're going to have a landing page that you you the potential uh, member choose what you want to do so what do you want to do you want to book a tour do you want to calculate the price of the programs you're interested in so like you said not ready to get that free quote yet but i'm going to do that or do i want to sign up for free and in the process i can choose the date that i could do the tour or I can do a virtual tour with a video. So we started giving people options. Guess what? Their membership skyrocketed, skyrocketed. I, I really mean that uh, two years ago. Now, they did end up spending probably, I'd say, $12,000. Not with me. I'm not a web developer. Yeah. So they chose, we chose a different company in Kansas. And they did a phenomenal job. But they yeah spent about twelve grand to do an amazing. But listen, this is a website with over 1,000 pages yeah. and a back-end okay. membership. Yeah. So typically, two, three grand. Uh, solopreneur. That's all they need, right? That, that's all you need. And you don't need 18 pages, you know, no. <laughs> I, because I don't, I want to give my, my prospects information, but I really want to build a relationship. I know you, you and I talked a little bit about email, right? Mm-hmm. So let's, so, so I'm a big believer is, is I want to get somebody on my list, my email yes. list. That's, that's a great asset. Probably your number one asset in business is your list because you own it. Mm-hmm. And now I can market to you in a thousand different ways, right? Well, let's talk about email. Somebody opts in, on, on let's say on my website through one of our videos that we have there mm-hmm. now they're on my list okay let's talk about that and how how do you recommend business owners whether they're attorneys financial advisors roofing company, doesn't matter what kind of email follow-up as far as um let's talk a little bit just about the content mm-hmm. and a little bit about the frequency daily yeah. weekly monthly what 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 have you found work what do you recommend for different people yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, it really depends on how much time you've got to put into the, the this particular effort because you do have to create good content. And what I hear often from business owners, especially solopreneurs, small small teams, yeah. they say, "Look, we don't have anybody who's a writer." That's it. Listen, then go hire somebody. Upwork. You can yeah. go on on LinkedIn. You can find people who can work for you as a freelancer and create the copy, create the visuals. And, um, but you know, your business better. So you need to be involved. I'm sorry. There's no shortcut there. Right. You need to be involved. So you need to brainstorm and spitball. And what I would do is just create that calendar for the entire year. Yep. So if you're starting from fresh, I, I do it once a week. Yep. Once you start to really get into the data and look at the open rates, click through rates, all of that, then you can go to a, a more frequent two, three, four times a week. And then beyond that, as you're sort of growing that list, Michael, to me, it becomes really important to segment, segment those lists. Okay. So I'm going to be specific. The, the CEOs get this email, the, the executives, this email, the, you know, so it's a little bit different for each, even regions of the country. And I don't have to create all new content for each segment. I just have to kind of move it around change up the header, the, you know, the subheading and the subject line and change the timing. And you start to create these workflows and automate it. And you can actually map it out and say, I know that user is going to get 55 or hundred emails this year. Yeah. And you're going to be surprised is what I hear often. And I know you do too, Michael is the naysayers. Look, I tried and I myself hate emails and it's annoying. I said, yeah. listen, that, that may be true. You may be that that one out of two people who hate yeah. emails, but for everyone, there's another one who loves the emails. Right. Um, so you need to do it and test it. And that's okay. If you've got a whole segment that is never, ever, ever opening the emails, segment them out. That's right. That's right. They're out. 
Now you don't yeah. have to worry. Now you got an 80% open rate and you're like, wow, I'm a rock star. Yeah, that's funny. I had, I had a client um, email or text me the other day. He's like, Michael, is a 47% open rate on email good? And I, I responded to him. I said, no, that's unheard of. <laughs> so we had a great conversation. But part of the reason people hate emails is because most email content in the way it's delivered is terrible. It's terrible, yeah. And, and yeah. What, But when you're fun and entertaining, yeah. I've told some clients who say, well, you know, the, the client would say, well, I'm a terrible writer. Great. Shoot a short video mm-hmm. and put it in an email and say, Alex, I wanted to share with you a tip on this today. Here's a video. Boom. It. So it's breaking the mold of what you think email is or something. No, no. It's communication. How do you best communicate and how does your audience communicate? And then a system. So really simply, a system, you could record a video. If you had a virtual assistant or a high school student, you could send it to them and say, here's the video. There's the list. From the video, I want a video, an email. Transcribe it to a blog post, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I want uh, something else, you know, whatever. And then you build this little system that every time you do one of those, it just happens. So mm-hmm. your systems, and I want you to talk about systems. They don't have to be complex at the beginning. They can mm-hmm. grow to be as complex as you want. But let's talk about small business owners, solopreneurs, guys who are running, guys and gals who are running you know, shops with three to five employees. What kinds of systems should they be really thinking about at the very beginning? Yeah, I mean, one system that I like, very simple for every new project or launch that I do is using the SMART uh, system, the acronym, you know, specific, measurable. You can just type in SMART. And you'll see there's a ton of different graphics. I like that one. That one is quick and everyone gets that one. I like design thinking. I've I've read a lot on design thinking and I've adopted my own system. I even created my own graphic that says like everything that I do, I kind of prototype it. I test it. It's always innovative. So it always has to be innovative. But most importantly, it's driven by empathy for the end user. So I'm thinking about how's that going to impact the person on the other side? So that's design thinking. Another one is the business model canvas. I use that for yes. every time we're doing a tweak or a pivot. I go there. I look at the, the nine different blocks, customer segments, customer value prop, yep. and it addresses every area of your business. I love that system. Um, what other systems do we use? We use a bunch of different ones. but And, and here's, what, here's what's going on right now. Let's just pause. Here's what's going on to the listener, right? They're going, ah. <laughs> Because I don't want to do that. I just want to work with my clients. Let's talk about how, how do you help business owners? How, how does somebody work with you? Who do you work with? How do you help somebody go, go, from, go from, I'm going to say struggling because we're entrepreneurs, yeah. we're idea people. But what you just talked about is, 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 it is some idea, but there's the execution aspect mm-hmm. of it that really just, dude, poke me in the eye with a stick. I just, ah, yeah. oh, kills me. Yeah. How do you work with business owners? Well, absolutely. I mean, look, Michael, there is no shortcut. So I'm not a believer in hacks. I don't, I don't even like the word hack um, because you either do it right or you don't. There's no gray. And yeah. so when you have a big, a, 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 a big job to do, let's say like send rockets into space, you, you, you can't be like, well, we're just going to get it done. It's agile right. thinking and break things fast. And but that doesn't work that way. Some things take time. And, and, and if you don't have time, we're all short in time and money. But if you if you are short in time, then you better have some money. Because yeah. if you're saying, oh, my God, this is like stressing me out, Alex, these systems, then you know what? Then maybe you're not the type of leader who yeah. can say, let me take a step back 
and plan out the next three, four, five months. It took me three years of learning design thinking to feel like I, man, I'm, I could be a design thinking expert. But I remember at the beginning, when I started reading these books, I was like, whoa, this, I just, the information just was not entering. But the more I dug into it, the more I was like, I could see how this will help me, oh, will help yeah. my clients. But my clients have to be willing to do the work with me. And the clients who are saying, look, Alex, no, I just want to pay you and you solve my problems. Yeah. I, it's not going to work that way. It's, yeah. I, don't, I don't have a magic wand. This stuff takes time. And, um, you, you know, you got to be there. You got to show up. It, it goes back to relationship and owning that relationship, right? And I, I think where, where you come in, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but mm -hmm. a business owner who, who wants to get there, Mm -hmm. who wants more systems, wants better relationship, wants email, wants legion, wants all of that, mm -hmm. realizing it's not a purple pill, right? This is not going to happen overnight. But instead of them spending three to five years trying to figure it all out, it's better for them to reach out to you and say, mm -hmm. okay, here's, where I, here's, here's what I'm up against, Alex. Are you even the right guy? Yeah. Number one. And then building that relationship where you say, yeah, we, we can do this. Here's a here's a 12 month process or an 18 month process or a six month process, but here's how we could engage together and build a relationship to move you down the pathways. Is that accurate? It is accurate. And 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 through there, Michael, like I have several clients who use our fractional CMO service. With that, we offer coaching. So I, we have one big client right now that we do with a bunch of their executives. SWOT analysis, but not SWOT analysis in the entire business, just SWOT analysis in their legion and marketing. Yep. So we're, 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 we're looking at all those different quadrants and listing everything and then coming back to the table and saying, well, which one opportunities are we going to pursue? Which threats are we going to correct? Which ones, the weaknesses do we have like no solution for? So we got to just kind of move on. Maybe that's not the product. Those businesses, you know, they're willing to invest the time and the money. I can help them and we can be not only, uh, you know, coach them through it, but really help them fix it. Now, if you come to me and you say, Alex, I heard you're the lead gen guy. You've generated to your company 24 million leads in 12 years. You're the guy. Your team can do it for me. Um, can you do it in a month or two or three? It, it, no, it doesn't yeah. work that way. It takes time. Right. And, right. And, and you said something earlier in the interview that I just want to touch on. You've got to make sure your system is built because you getting a bunch of leads for somebody might actually put them out of business. Well, I'll give you a quick example of that. <laughs> this, this was actually mid, last year around July. We had a, a university. So mm -hmm. their semester was coming up. They were very low on admissions and leads coming in to the, to the counselors. So they said, look, it's July and August this year and our semester starting. And, you know, we can't have classes with three, four students. This is online school, of course. Okay. And I said, okay, we can help you. We've worked in higher education for, you know, a decade. So we, we looked at their systems, horrible, everything from marketing to sales to customer support. We're giving them the feedback because they're paying us to do the feedback. Right. That's what we call our marketing discovery. They pay for that report. So you can give them this long report and say, here's all the things that you need to fix. Here's the things that we can absolutely fix for you if you just give us the logins. But here are the things that you have to fix internally, right? Right. Do you think they fixed it? Of course nope. they didn't fix it. Uh, do you think that our lead gen worked for them? Of course it did. It was like a spigot. They were getting leads from left and right, phone calls, this and that. But we use CallRail for call tracking. Mm -hmm. So we have a quality assurance team that listens to a percentage of those calls, writes down the feedback and gives it to them. And we said, look, you don't have a lead problem. We gave you more leads. And even the leads that you had coming in are pretty good. Just the rest of the process. 
Yeah. I mean, it, it, listen, there would be people, uh, Michael, who would ask for a packet of information in English on their English website in English and, and get a drip campaign in Spanish. Really? Because they offer Spanish programs too, sure. right? Okay, but come on, man. Yeah, I can't, how, can, yeah. how can you do this? You know, how annoying would that be if you're a user and all of a sudden you get a, 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 you know, an email in a different language? Said, yeah. You're out of the running. What, so, yeah. you know, we, we had to let them go. You know, you hear about firing clients. Of course Absolutely. we did. We said, we love you. We'd love to work with you. You're an amazing school. You're accredited. You've got everything that's right. But you're not willing to make the changes. And for that reason, we, we're, we're ripping the contract for you because you're going to come back and point at us and say it didn't work. It worked. Yeah. You just don't know how to work it. That's right. Yeah. We, we delivered what you paid for, but the rest of it, it needs so much. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, I mean, that's where a lot of business owners are, especially uh, solopreneurs, because we're idea people. We're chasing shiny objects. We don't have systems and they don't understand that. A coach of mine told me this a couple of years ago. He's like hiring the right person never costs you money. Mm -hmm. It'll make you money. It'll make you money. And dude, I resisted that for a couple of years. I'm like, okay, here we go. Cause I'm scary. <laughs> Hired somebody, our revenue went up. I'm like, wow, okay, I'm going to test it again. Hired somebody else, our revenue went up. I'm like, dude, and you know what else went up, Alex? My free time. Your free time, and, there you and go. And not that I'm out golfing. What I need in my life, I realized I need margin in my day. If I'm back to back to back to back to back with appointments, mm -hmm. I'm exhausted yeah, and right. I'm no good. It's no fun. And it's no fun, it's right? Fun. You can make yeah. money, but it's no fun. Yeah. So I've built margin into my calendar. I've got other people doing other things. And I do what I do. But I only do four things really well, Alex. And I stay focused on those four things. And I've hired people and, and I equip them and delegate to them. And they're loving life because I'm not a micromanager. So it's the mindset around leadership, around leading your life, mm -hmm. your business, that you help people figure out and, and implement in a variety of ways. But I love the fact that you're, you've mastered over years. Yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you this, Michael, though. So just, just to give an example of here, here is me making the same mistake in another area of my life. And I've come to understand that I've look, I, I did like a CrossFit thing for years. Used to go to the gym. I've ran marathons, but I understood over time that when it comes to fitness, I could have the best coach. Yep. sitting there with me. I can get private lessons. It doesn't work for me. So quite frankly, I came to the conclusion that I didn't want to be a good student when it came to fitness. Mm -hmm. What I really want to do is very simple. Go out and play basketball, go running and biking without a programmatic, like, yep. you know, uh, a format that I had there with the, with, with, with the CrossFit where everybody's like, boom, 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 boom. Right. Yeah. It doesn't work for me. So I say this to people because I'm like, look, this is an example where I just realized that I'm not a good student for that. So why am I saying that? Because perhaps as a leader, or as a business owner, if you're the type of entrepreneur that can't learn and apply and execute, yeah. then seriously, you might think about just going back to work for somebody else or being a consultant Absolutely. because if you can't expand and be flexible in that way, you're not going to be successful. That's right. Yeah. You're going to hate life. You're going to be what I call in prison. Even yeah. as an entrepreneur, you can be in prison. Absolutely. Nobody wants to be in prison, right? I was there. I've once. been there. Yeah. You and me both. And we want to get out. So, all right. So let's, let's wrap this up. How, how do people get a hold of you? What's the best way? Somebody's listening. To this, you're <laughs> intriguing. Um, where do they find they're, you? They're going to come to my URL, my website. They're not going to go to Google. They're not going to go to LinkedIn or anywhere else. They're just going to go dadpreneur.co. 
dotpreneur.co because that's where I have a lot of my personal brand. It's all the free podcasts, free eBooks, resources. Whereas if they go to predict, that's my real B2B. I've got a whole sales team, biz dev people who handle that. But really, if you just want to get some free stuff and get to know me, you go to dotpreneur.co. I've got a lot of great resources there. All right. And for those listening, let's just spell that dad and then preneur. That's a hard one. <laughs> I'll have it in the show notes, but dadpreneur, is it P-R-E-N-E-U-R? There you go. <laughs> we can spell. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That, that word, it gets me every time. Um, dadpreneur.co, and I love that. You're a, you're a good family man. You're a great businessman, and you've got the right heart. And that's Thank that's you, Michael. Really, well, you're welcome, Alex. That's why I, I'm so excited to have you here and to share you with my audience to go, when you're struggling out there, don't don't try to just keep knocking your head against the wall. Find somebody like Alex, go to his website, check him out, talk with him and say, can you help? Because he's got so much experience that he could probably solve many of your issues in a couple of meetings as far as the, the insights and the pathway that's needed to go and then lay out a plan and say, okay, let, let's walk this together to get you where you really want to go because everybody's different. Yeah. And I want to give you, I want to give you kudos to uh, Michael, really, because you're a perfect example of a, of a business owner, a leader who you have a business and you're still making time to create content mm -hmm. and educate, and entertain people through your podcast. It's not easy work. It's hard work, but it adds value to people's lives. And then in turn, it grows your business. And why I say that is because you know, look, I know you have the book business. So for me, I've procrastinated for years on doing the book, but then I finally did the book. The book has absolutely, you know, moved the needle for me. The podcast has, the video series, the courses, all of those things I had to make time for. And they were a little bit separate from the core business, right. but I understood that eventually if I did all those things, that, that, that it would not only help other people, but it would help me and my family too. So for those of you listening, whether it's a book or a podcast, Here's two examples of entrepreneurs who, look, we've got a mountain of other stuff that we got to worry about, but we're making time. That's right. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. And it's, it's re it really is about giving. And I appreciate you giving so much to my audience today because there were so many nuggets. And I know you and I, we could probably talk for the next <laughs> week or two about all of this because it's our passion. And that's why I want, I want my audience to reach out and just connect with you and just scan that website dadpreneur.co co and find out who alex is alex i really really have enjoyed this thanks for being my guest buddy you're welcome thank you michael thanks for listening to expert speak with michael delon if what you've heard today was helpful to you reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success freedom and purpose in your life